Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez and me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. When you do what you love, like CrossFit, coaching, or running a business, you want to do it for life. Inside Tracker can help. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. Then Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way toward reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. If you're a coach, an affiliate owner, a trainer, a registered dietitian, or any other health and wellness practitioner, Inside Tracker has launched a new program for you to offer to your clients called Inside Tracker Pro. In addition to helping your clients optimize their health and perform better than ever, you'll also get discounts and earn revenue. Plus, you'll get free access to the Inside Tracker Pro Educational Resource Center and a free personal coach dashboard for secure access to your clients' Inside Tracker results and recommendations. Inside Tracker pros receive a 50% discount to experience Inside Tracker themselves. Earn revenue, enjoy discounts, and help your clients perform better than ever with Inside Tracker Pro. Visit insidetracker.com forward slash coach Jason Ackerman to get started. Welcome back. Best hour of their day. Ackerman, Fern, Steinberg, all here. The gang back together. Um, it's Valentine's Day as we record this. We are not live, Fern. Just for the record, Fern, I know you like to think we're live. We're live now, presently. That's what we call a redundant statement, or in the programming world, you would it's called redundancy. That that would have been like a push push. We're kind of looking for a little bit more complementary movements, if you will, a push pull. So we're recording it live to be posted later, not live. That's a little bit more complimentary, if you will. Live to tape. Live to the internet. Mm. Did you guys watch the Pam and Tommy show? Nope. Oh, it's interesting how far the internet has come in the last uh, 25 years. Katie, what did you get Tyler for Valentine's Day? Um, so I think it's you know, like giving real gifts for Valentine's Day. It's not, I mean, it can be kind of silly because it's like a, it's a smaller holiday, but I made him a bacon, egg and cheese sandwich for breakfast. That's like his favorite. That's a great breakfast. gift. You win. That's, That's a I, great gift. <laughs> if you, I mean, if Roz would have woke me up to a bacon, egg and cheese sandwich, that'd have been great. I woke <laughs> up to a baby throwing up on me instead. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, same thing. But I agree with you. I think there's too many. Oh, listen, holidays. I really feel sorry for you guys. You guys got to spend the day with your significant others. <laughs> Here we go. Here it is. World is me. Just as in Africa, we <laughs> get it. Man. We get it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying lesson learned. Like somebody's got it worse. You know. What's the amount of time you are happy that your significant other says, "Hey, I got to go away for work"? 
What's the what's the amount of time? Because let, let's year. not lie. Let's not One lie year. to the audience, and the audience listening knows as well. You're like, this is great. I cannot wait for her to go away. It's this bachelor pad or bachelorette pad for Katie. Like, what's the amount of time you're actually happy? And it changes with kids. It changes with kids. I had a girlfriend that I used to date back in the day. When she'd go away for the week, it was amazing. I was like, this is it. Like, bachelor pad. I loved it. Not like anything crazy was happening. It was just a matter of like, I'm going to just kick back, get some frozen meals, be up late. Like, so anyway, do you guys have it? Like, is it a week? No. Is it a year, Fern? No. Am I the weird one that it just year. got happy that my significant other was going away? Yeah. No, uh, I don't think you're weird. I think that's far more common than people would like to admit. Um, I, however, I've said this for a long time. Like I genuinely, my, we, we've been friends for 20 years. So, cute. I mean, like, I like hanging out with my wife. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I meant to say that too. I like hanging out with my wife too. I meant yeah. to say that. That's what I was going to say. I never like enjoy spending my, th I, this is the dilemma I have, right? I never enjoy spending time away from my wife. But it is a double edged sword because I do enjoy my job. So I, I enjoy going to do my thing, but not that I'm like, oh, I'm away from my wife and my kids. Like, I don't. This might be, I have never had that feeling. Like if I'm not around my kids, I'm like, man, I miss the kids. If I'm not around, my, I wish my wife was here. Like my wife is cool and we like to hang out. Um, the I agree. And it has changed. I do want to say Roz is different than ex-girlfriends that I had where it's like, you would be super excited. But I got I got a shovel I am going to say a two to three day reprieve. Like here. Roz is going away. Okay, I don't honey. know if you're going to be able to dig yourself out, but she I've got a shovel and I will help you. I'll help she you. does not listen to this, luckily. Yeah. And But it is that was a big change for me, too. Like when we had the baby, you know, you and I have traveled two, three hundred times in the last 10 years every weekend. And I was like, okay, I don't really want to go away as much as I used to. I used to really enjoy the act of like, cool, we got a gig scheduled. Like, you know, the, the Friday you would take a trip to the airport, you, you know, you had your routine down. And nowadays, I'm like, ah, I'd kind of rather just hang out with Roz and the baby. Fern's internet is literally from Pam and Tommy, yeah, by the yeah. way. Like, he's got 1990s dial-up. Um, there he goes. He's gone. He's oh, literally he's gone. Disappeared. And, uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, you will see. Do they see this? If they watch change? YouTube, yeah, they see him. It doesn't go change, away. like, consolidate to, like, two boxes? Probably. You just uh, have blank, the blank one? Yeah. <laughs> Fern's on dial-up. Um, there you go. Did you guys have dial-up? Katie, do you remember dial-up? I know what dial-up is. Um, we never had it? We probably did. I just don't remember. Dude, in in if you had dial-up and someone in your house picked up the phone when you were on the internet, that was like allowance to murder them. Like if I was on the internet, like and my mom like – and ah, uh, it was the worst. Oh, there he goes again. He's gone. Um, <laughs> but it was the worst. Like those listening, if you remember dial-up, if someone picked up the phone, it disconnected you. It was terrible. It was oh, terrible. That's not good. You good, Fern? You good? He's frozen. Like, oh, there he goes. It's hard. It's so hard to tell too when Fern's face is frozen because it's permanently <laughs> it's frozen. So it's um. Oh, he oh, switched back. Okay, it was just one minute. So I am on What's recordings going on? all happened? fucking day. Ecam sucks, donkey dong. So okay. if you use Ecam, get rid of it. Ecam, so never this. Um, so so this is our last Ecam recording. It, it honestly, it probably is. Yeah, I'm That's I'm right. canceling Ecam. 
Aaron, along along with I'm gonna tell you what you told me about an hour ago. Hmm? Don't take it personally. Don't I'm take, not take it personally. This is based on data. This is objective. Um, I we were just on an hour long phone call. And oh, now this shit is freezing up again. Right. Yeah. And you did get a new computer. For the listeners, Dude, you got new a brand computer, new computer. Top of the line Apple I, re I record 58 Loom recordings a day that are go like lightning fast. Ecamm, there's something wrong with Ecamm. I don't know what's up with it. My shit is prioritized on the Wi-Fi. I have no problems since since we've redid this, except for Ecamm. You know what? Ecamm is kind of uh, analogous to the conversation we're going to have today. You guys ready for this? See how I'd like somebody's got to keep the show on task. It's oftentimes me. I'd say always me. In our defense, um, we didn't know where you were going to go with the show. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I can connect anything. I can just connect it. level four, connect anything to coaching. Except um, with another human being. You cannot connect with another human being. I cannot. Look, I'm frozen now. Was I frozen? frozen. Okay. So it's contagious. It's like COVID. COVID and e camera are the same. It'll just fuck up everything. But I have COVID right now, FYI. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, that's the problem. It's not me. <laughs> Vern is just at war with everyone, getting people fired left and right. Ecamm's gone. Um, but Ecamm came along. The Zoom thing's going well. And they're like, hey, let's take something that works efficiently, effectively, fun, let's and break let's it. it. And let's break <laughs> it. Right. Let's make it worse. And that's kind of, and I hate to say this because I've never had a problem with Ecamm. I don't like these little rectangles, I'll be honest. But um, I'm pigeonholed. Like, I feel like I can't move. Since the first time we've used it, like, I have never had, we have never had a good connection on Ecamm in my, in my, in my memory. It's like, so, like Katie, correct me if I'm wrong. As soon as I come on, like, the, vi the video is all fucked up. Yeah, something, something goes wrong. And it's usually as soon as you join. So. That's fair. It's it might just be. Up? It might just be. It might just be. Shirt, by the way, it might video? be three yeah, people. You can see the vomit. Yeah, you should definitely wash your clothes. Um, starting yeah. starting today. Um, and you know what the thing is with the baby? I wash this. She'll throw up on the next thing I put on anyway. So at some point, I'm just like, fuck it. That's fine. I'm sure you deal with it. You had slime. Your kid had slime in his hair. I'm sure you had slime on you. Yeah, I mean, my kid. At least he he's potty trained now, so we're good. Is he fully potty trained? I mean, as potty trained as you're going to get a three-year-old, I think. When was the last time he peed or pooped not in a toilet? Hmm. And I'll give you the answer for me after. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to take the over-under and be like, it's definitely not. It's definitely longer than it has been for you. <laughs> I peed outside yesterday. Um, right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, it's I'm been a purposely, while. Purposely, sometimes when I'm in the group at Best Hour CrossFit, we don't have bathrooms. Yeah. At best time across of it. Not a good selling. So that's, that's why you have premium. Yeah. That's why you have premium. I go around the corner of the house and I just pee because, like, if the baby's sleeping, opening the door, I'm always afraid I'll wake her up. So I'm like, you know what? I'll pee outside. Or in a water bottle. Or, Katie, <laughs> that was private. And you just <laughs> took a private conversation and made it public. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be as weird if you were sitting in the desert in Iraq or Afghanistan. That's the norm there. But you're at your home. Where there are many bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, so what about, has Chappie been making it through the night? Or does he wear a diaper overnight still? Oh, no. He, I mean, the nighttime was never the issue. He, I don't. I think he might have peed in the bed like twice. Well, we were at your house when he peed in the bed. That was long. Oh, man, you're so frozen. I don't want, you know, I didn't want to say this, Fern, and get you upset, but I actually was the one that peed in your bed that night. <laughs> 
<laughs> I say it because he's frozen and he can't hear me. <laughs> I snuck into his bedroom and peed on the bed. All right. Well, Katie, I don't know what we're going to do about Fern, but I, I will tell you, I was making that connection between Ecamm and you know Zoom, for example, and I see this a lot in the box world. I think Fern knows what I'm talking about. And that's, you know, these other companies, even just box owners themselves, like thinking, we got to fix this thing up. And all you're doing is is making it worse. I've had a, you know, we've had a few conversations recently. And with a lot of our affiliate U clients, we remind them of like, hey, you got into this CrossFit thing because you love CrossFit and you want to help people and you want to have fun. And, you know, it doesn't take fixing something that's not broken to make it better. Sometimes it's just focusing on doing the thing. And I think there's, I think it's commonplace in the world. Don't you firm where it's like, you can't just be content. Like this thing worked in 2001, 2007 continues to work in 2022. But for some reason, there's always going to be people that are like, well, I'll take this one person that got hurt or I'll take this one person that decided they don't like it because of this and try to change the model where it's like, nope, not everyone will enjoy CrossFit, but CrossFit works for everyone. Yeah, I'm scared to talk because I think it'll just freeze. Try um, it, try it, try going. Don't move, don't move, don't move too much. Can I move my eyes? That's like when people have their cell phone and like moving it around. I'm like, that's not how the internet works. Yep, but see, yeah. it's frozen. It's You're frozen. frozen. You moved your eyes, yep, damn it. I think frozen. maybe it's just like so sensitive to your face because it's so like, okay, I'm not sure. Like it doesn't move very often. Every time your face moves, there it goes again. It's it like, it's probably uh Chinese facial recognition software. Oh goodness. We're going to get canceled. That was Fern canceled Fern, not Ackerman. I can't be canceled. Also cancel Lou in case any of that has gotten, does Lou get upset still? Have you, did you see Lou recently? Katie? You mean my dad? Yeah, dad. <laughs> what other Lou do we talk about? Lou Dog from Sublime back in the day. You don't even get that reference. I don't. Yeah, exactly. How is Lou? He's good. He's just he travels for work a good bit, so he's been traveling. Has he got that RX Smart Gear rope with him still? He has a. He doesn't have an RX Smart Gear. It's like another off-brand rope that I bought him Blue for. His Blue leg rope. You don't even support our sponsors. Yeah. No, I don't. But he doesn't do CrossFit, so. Gotcha. All right, Fern, you're you're still frozen. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Talk. I don't want to at this point. Well, for listeners, this will be a great episode. I, I, I refuse to participate. Again, I reject the premise that it's me and that this is just Ecamm. I've never had this much issue with anything other than Ecamm. I think it's um, Lindsay is probably live on Instagram right now. Lindsay's she's not just even here. here. She's not here. She's yeah. plugged into that CrossFit Rife Wi-Fi. Yeah. No, she's not Lindsay even Lindsay lives on social media. Like literally in the box? In the box, she's on, like lives in the phone. So, what's yeah. your thought on that? Like, I honestly have a lot of thoughts, but I don't want to give the thoughts because they'll only be half collected on this shitty ecam uh, stream. Let's let's pretend you're gonna get all of your thoughts out, and I'll fill in what you're saying if you freeze. I, I'll continue to go back to this. It is there is nothing wrong with CrossFit. Like I'm just gonna say that outright. Like CrossFit is not broken. It's not this shitty program, um, any of those things. And you don't need to change what you're doing. You need to, I'm, I'm actually rereading Brilliant at the Basics. And I would, I would contend that if you just understood what you were doing better, it's a double-edged sword, right? It's so effective that you could use it and really not know what you're doing and it would work. However, there are downsides to that. And it's, you know, so, you know, 
uh, let's talk, anybody who's going to talk about you need special programs so that you cannot be injured, or you could pay a little bit closer attention to your programming and avoid injury. You know, you could learn to scale better and avoid injury. You could learn how intensity works and avoid injury. You could have better warm-ups and create well, more well-rounded athletes. You know, I like it, 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 there, there's contention is this like the ecosystem has created its own problems, which then other people have come in to create solutions that are not necessary. One thing that you have taught me very well, Fern, I give you a big credit right here. Other than not to take things personally, because I take everything personally, um, is not to create solutions or to try to solve problems that aren't actually a problem. And I think that's what box owners do. Because everything you just said, it's like these, you know, whether it's companies or people or whatnot are trying to fix these problems that, but the thing is they're not actually big problems. They're, they're a problem for one person here and there who, again, like you're saying, it's because they didn't follow the rules. Or they just weren't paying attention or they were lazy or whatever it is, right? So from a coaching standpoint. Right, but the, but the rules were broken. It's like, hey, CrossFit's dangerous. Somebody got hurt. That doesn't make CrossFit dangerous. You have to look at the situation like you're implying. Like, you know, I put up something about kipping the other day, and it's like, did they get hurt because they did CrossFit or did they get hurt because their ego got in the way? They saw their buddies doing kipping pull-ups. They decided to do 45 of them in a workout, and now their shoulder hurts because we would both agree that was dumb. Or did they get hurt because there was no warm-up and they were right. they skipped go on the progression or the skill set and went from developing, you know, instead of developing a strict pull-up and they were just like, I'm just going to kip harder and I'll get myself up there. And Or did I not explain to them how the progression works or how long this is going to take and, and manage the expectation? Like, which one of those was violated? And it's not like, well, this program sucks. It's you don't know how to use the tool. And, and I think the same should be, you know, while we may be directing this at other people that are coming in and trying to change CrossFit or fix CrossFit, if you will, I think there are some box owners that are guilty of this as well. And that can manifest in many different ways. It can be, hey, we're going to add a bodybuilding class to the schedule because everybody wants it. Nope, nobody wants that. They want to do CrossFit. That's why they're paying you at CrossFit XYZ. Uh, you know, the fair amount or, you know, they're like, Hey, we're going to, you know, change, change something in the programming because people want this or that. And it's like, no, people want CrossFit. Most of the time people are telling you they want something different. In my experience, it's because they want a shortcut to the results that they're not getting because they're not putting in the work. And that's either a lack of understanding or sloth, right? I mean, and pick, you choose your choice. Yeah. Your or, or, Typically a combination of both, right? And, and some of that is is just a reaction to pain. We've talked about that before. But from a coaching standpoint, let's let's outline this. Let's just say, I don't know. Let's just say that let's use a very practical example. Let's just say that somebody has a uh, you're you're hearing people moan and groan about their lower backs after two weeks, right? Is that CrossFit's fault? Or is that you weren't paying attention to the programming and you put seven consecutive days of hinging in there and uh, at very heavy loads or high volume or a combination of both? 
Uh, yeah, and there's... also one other thing in there, it's like, or you're the box owner that's no longer doing the programming, and you didn't realize that this workout that maybe had no hinging. You know, the other day, for example, at Best Hour CrossFit, I squatted a ton, and I woke up, and I was like, my low back is fried right now. You know, because it was just that right dose where it was like, I didn't go crazy heavy, so I was clearly probably shooting my butt up a little early, my back had to compensate a little bit, and then in my mind, I would have been like, Okay, like deadlifts are fine two days later, but because I did the programming, you know, we follow our own programming here at Best Hour CrossFit. I, you know, would have then adjusted Tuesday, for example, and not done deadlifting. So there's lots of little kind of broken window syndrome that you and I speak about a lot at boxes, right, Fern? It's like these little things are happening, and box owners don't realize the long term ramifications of those. Well, I get I get why people would fall victim to this because they say, hey, you should uh, use this programming so you can, in air quotes, save time, right? Well, I mean, there's argument for that. However, if saving time means that you never look at it and you go the lazy route and, well, that's just what's in Wattify or push press or whatever, so we do it and we just press the I believe button without applying any level of scrutiny on it. Well, I disagree with that. And I've said this a million times. From a coaching standpoint, your job is to take the tool and be able to use it effectively. You know, the the art, right? It is an art, which means nobody can tell you exactly how to do that. They can give you the tools. They can give you the, the skill set. But at the end of the day, when you put the brush to paper, it's your art. And it's either it's an shitty NFT. art. It's an NFT. We got a lot of young people right. listening. Friend. It's you're, an you're NFT. Stuck in the it's 90s. E it's your art at that point. And, and it's your job to apply the context. And it's your job to make sure that that color mixture or whatever you're looking at, or the, it's the right brush for the right canvas. Nobody can do that for you. And so, but, but the problem is people are coming in and be like, oh, well, it's, it's definitely this program. And it's just like, listen, I can give my toddler a uh, paint and brush. That doesn't mean he's a fucking artist. I would buy something from Chappie. Well, you're an idiot, so I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> I'm buying an NFT from Chappie. Um, however, I will happily sell you some of his stuff. Um, <laughs> so um, that, that's no. that's kind of that's kind of my thing, right? And and this is the whole. We talked about this with the Nicole, in their Nicole Christensen uh, episode that'll come be coming. I can't wait for that one. It's, that's going to be so good. People are going to lose it. It is not broken. It's not. It's just not. Like, I don't know how to say that. I'm going to say that a million times. CrossFit is not broken. The methodology in and of itself is not broken. It is in many instances misapplied either uh, to a small degree or a large degree, just like quite literally everything else in the world. And But that doesn't mean it's broken. It just means that we should be better at our craft. And if you're going to, if you want to do this for a living, whether you want to own a box or you want to own a coach, you need to pay attention to the details. The devil is in the details. Nuance matters. And the things that you don't think matter or you're trying to chase efficiency with regard to your time or whatever prior to mastering, like this is one thing for every box owner. You, this is, a, you should under no circumstances be chasing efficiency prior to mastery. Mm, from from a coaching or a box owner standpoint, because you will skip the thing that actually makes you good, right? Whether it's coaching or box ownership, the same thing applies. You cannot get to efficiency without mastery. You need to understand how joints work and how programming works and how 
you know, the neurological demand of heavy weightlifting works and what that's going to yield long-term if you do five by five every single week and squatting for 52 weeks and what that's going to do people's hips, knees, and ankles, right? Who have no training age. You need to understand that if you want to skip around as a box owner and you don't master the basics of just having a good sales process and making sure that the same thing happens every single time and that you want to make, come up with some new, you know, whamadine thing where just like, Hey, we're going to offer super secret squirrel programming. And it's just like, cool. It doesn't matter. You, you skipped all of the stuff that actually matters. Right. And, and if you go back to it and you, again, you look at anybody who is top of the heap at their thing, Me they're just that. good at the, they're just good at the basics. They're really good at the basics. They understand at the deepest level, all the things that people, most people skip over. Right. They understand their customer. They understand every aspect of customer service. They truly, truly nerd out and understand programming and will morph it and adjust it because that's what needs to happen. And they understand scaling and they understand how to that. Hey, there's actually is no reason for Bob to overhead squat today. So let's just make him front squat. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point was squatting. And you just jump to the fact that like you, for whatever reason, think that Bob needs to overhead squat. Meaning, meanwhile, Bob's overhead position has a 50 degree angle when he puts his hands over his head, you know, and you just get caught up in, in making it binary, right? Making it like, it must be this way. Now movement is binary, meaning that is that hip crease is either below parallel or it is not, but the way I apply that concept matters. And this is where like, go back to the basics. There is no need to create something special, right? Like unique, right? And, and whatever, like people, if you can, if you want to, because you just have that joy and you want to do that, then by all means, pursue it, pursue it at all costs. I, I highly encourage you to do that. Or you could just take this tool that is amazing and you could get better at it and you could pursue mastery at all costs. That's, that would be the better option because here, here's what I tell you. You're not going to create something more effective than CrossFit. It's not happening. And everybody who thinks they are, you're completely full of shit. It's not happening. Not for the masses, not for general public, not for general physical preparedness, not measurable, not repeatable, none of it. Like, he cracked the code. Sorry, everybody. I know you're mad that you wish you had made it, but you didn't. He being Greg Glassman. Correct. So just learn how to use it better. Like... Dive back into the content. Dive back into level one manual. Dive back into the level two manual. Dive back into all of that stuff and continue to go back and do it. Same thing as a business owner. When you think you're crushing it at something, every time we have somebody who gets stuck in something in Affiliate U, couple questions. Hey, what about this? And they're like, I need to revisit that. I'm like, I know because you're not done. You, you got just enough information to start getting some headway on it. And then you skip to the mastery portion. And I'm, I'm not immune to this, by the way. We're still going back and refining things because there's certain things within the business that I would argue that we have not mastered, that we're still working on. And I'm aware of that. I'm like, we, we need to go back and revisit that. You know, there's a devil at every level, dude. And the, most of the time, it's a lack of mastery, just of a different skill set that you weren't aware that you needed when you got there. Well, that took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got... Uh... You got worked up in a good way. You're, 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 and your internet lasted. Well, 
I was just waiting for that. I was stored it all up for that. <laughs> I, th you know, I think there is something to be said about that. I think a lot of the people that are trying to make changes, there's like a hint of like, I wish I came up with this and I didn't. So I'm going to try to tweak it. And I had a mentor back in the day who used to say, Hey, if you want to make something important, it has to be meaningful or unique. Right. And, and you could take something and they cross it's meaningful and it's unique and people then try to tweak it and you could take something like there's, I mean, I can't think of any, I tried to just real quick, but I'm sure there's plenty of inventions that are like, well, I had this and now it's significantly better. Right. But there's also some inventions that don't need to be tweaked to be any better. And I believe right. CrossFit is one of them. Let me give it. I do want to give a real world example. And the I, sticky and I, note. Should we reinvent the sticky note, or is it just good enough the way it is? Right. It's paper. Yeah. No. But I'm going to do a sticky note that back, has, and you stick it on things. Right. Like my sticky note has lines everywhere, and it's like cool. Right. It's a sticky They're note, smaller right? sizes, and I'm like, yeah, it's still a sticky note. I get it. And it's just like they do get too them. small. It's too small is useless. I will say. Some of that is just to drive people insane. Yeah, there's too many options. Let, let's give a specific example. And I only give this example because he has signed up for Affiliate U. And I'm super proud of this guy. Uh, it's the owner of the box here, Ralston Creek. Like, I'm really, really excited for him to be one of our clients because uh, I know he's just going to crush it with us. But, you know, part of the reason he signed up was because he was, you know, in the middle of this. Like, and, and it's like you're battling through the complexity. We've talked about it before, like simple, complex, simple. And if you're stuck in that complexity, life is a struggle. Like life does not have to be a struggle. Simple is just like, fuck it, CrossFit works. And then on the far side, like complexity is everything you just discussed. And then the far side of complex, the other side being simple again is like, oh wait, this shit still works. Like I don't need it to works. do anything crazy. Yeah. So in the Slack group that, that I have for the group, and I hope he doesn't mind because I'm really, like I said, genuinely proud of him for doing this. But it was like, hey guys, a lot of people's shoulders are getting banged up. So what I want you guys to do is figure out out of this list of movements, incorporate a couple of them. And they were like smart movements, but like banded lat pull downs, like activation type movements, preparing you for overhead squats or pull-ups, et cetera. Which are great, by the way. No great. beef with any of that. However, one of his coaches asked, well, when do we do this? We already have a jam-packed hour. And he's like, well, you do it during the whiteboard brief. And I'm like, Cool. So now you have two things getting bastardized because no one's listening to your whiteboard brief anymore, which is probably going to lead to more injuries anyway. And they're also not really focusing on these activation movements, which need to be focused on, right? Like just tugging on a band for 15 reps is not the same as like, I'm stretching, I'm targeting this movement. So, but the bigger question that I asked was, A, if, if we find the need to do this, why are we not questioning the programming to begin with? Why are we not looking back and saying, hey, maybe this programming's messy? Or B, I said, who's everyone? A classic Fern line, right? Like, who's everyone? And he listed a couple people. And I said, of those three people you mentioned, two of them I know to be are better athletes that always push themselves potentially too hard. So is this a are we trying to create a solution for the gym that's gonna actually potentially downgrade our product to, to help the two people that are biting off more than they can chew on the workout or just looking at the programming and not saying, Hey, maybe overhead squatting five times this week was a mistake. And I don't know that, or, that, that that's an, that's an exaggeration, but yes. Or I, I will, let's play devil's advocate or there's nothing wrong with the programming potentially. And there's plenty wrong with the lesson plan and the warm up. 
Yeah, maybe we're yeah, maybe we're there is time for these new movements. You're absolutely right. Maybe in hey, the warm-up. Right, right. And but that was part of it too. Like, do we Shocker, right? Yeah. That's what fucking warm-ups are for, right? And this is the point with this, this is the whole this is my whole beef with the whole thing. It's just like again, misapplication of a useful tool. If you have programming that is banging people up, A, we should look at the programming. I should simultaneously look for how are we prepping people for said programming because i would argue there is very strong case that if warmed up properly it wouldn't matter if they were going through proper progressions if they were building strength if they were doing general and specific warm-ups if they were doing just generalized joint mobility and just doing some stuff that, by the way you don't need a doctorate in physical therapy to do right like you 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 can find most of this stuff on the internet for free and it won't it doesn't take long and then apply that with appropriate scaling you can avoid most of this. Now, yes, there are certain things that you should, you should, that's just dumb. Okay. But most of the time, I would argue if I, if I looked in there, I would find a problem that is very easily fixed. And it doesn't mean throw out the thing that you're using. It means you should add a little bit more warm up in here. I look at the, I look at the lesson plan. And I'm like, did you warm up the pull up at all? They're like, no, we just got ready to go. I mean, it's just the pull up, man. I'm like, I think we've identified the problem. Dude, it takes me two hours to be ready to do a pull up these days. Well, you have like the worst my, mobility of all time. I don't. That's just shocking to me, right? So, but it, but I want to, you know, going back to what you said, it's right. It's like, yeah, we can look at that as a whole and say, hey, it's this CrossFit thing, but it's not. It's like, hey, the warm up or the amount of volume we're putting in there. I mean, let's not forget, CrossFit done effectively is one workout a day, almost always under twenty minutes. And I'm going to just throw this out there, and I can speak for you on this, Fern. You know, two dudes in their 40s who've been doing this thing for quite a long period of time have had minimal injury associated directly with CrossFit, right? Like, I know you've got a couple injuries, but a lot of that is probably your Division One career and your uh, Navy career. Um, I works. mean, either way, I've had some injuries, but I would argue that for the amount of working out that I've done in my life, I've had almost zero injuries. Yeah, and I had far more injuries injuries pre-CrossFit doing bodybuilding and other activities. I got the worst injury I've ever had athletically was during yoga. I thought I tore my freaking rotator cuff. I was like calling my dad. I was like, dad, he was like, what are you doing? I was like, well, it was triangle and I must have stretched too far. I remember like, like literally being on my like, staircase. Calling he was him. like, I'm a, I'm a dentist. I can't help you. Yeah. He was like, well, do your teeth hurt? And I was like, <laughs> everything hurts, dad. Prescribe me drugs right now. Um, so anyway, but the, the, the point is when you're seeing stuff like this, you have to question the source and you have to realize if, you know, it, it, look at the bigger issue. It's not CrossFit. Figure out what's going on at the affiliate that's causing this. And injuries are, are a worst case scenario, but oftentimes it's like, hey, people aren't re realizing their goals. Cool. When was the last time you spoke about nutrition? Uh, you know, when was the last time you actually sat down to figure out what their goals were? If it is athletically, there's, there's so many other things associated with it. Or, you know, or are you giving a terrible whiteboard brief in this, in such that this person feels, uh, pressured into doing something, you know, in air quotes as prescribed versus scaling, because that's the environment and the culture that we've built. So we didn't brief it and they don't understand. So the lack of transmission of knowledge is not there. And then subsequently they make a decision out of ignorance rather than, following my lead because I'm laying these little crumbs all the way, all the way along. And again, so it's not fix the thing that's not broken. Hey, newsflash, you're the one that's broken, 
right? You don't know what you're doing. And this is not a shot at people. I just want to have people to have more awareness around it and, start, and stop looking for an outside solution when the solution is looking at yourself and be like, what am I not good at? Like, how could I make this better? What do I not know? What potholes am I stepping in that I don't need to be stepping in? All these things, like just ask yourself those questions. I forget what we were having this conversation. Oh, we were having the conversation about the, the strengthless Metcon thing. And I was like, we have complete control over that. Let's just not shoot ourselves in the foot. There's no need for it. Let's just ask a better question. What would this look like? How could we do it? How could we do it really well? What would make it all so fun where people wouldn't lose their mind? You know, it took 30 minutes for us to kind of bounce some things around. I'm like, oh, could have solved this like 10 years ago, but that, you know, whatever. So again, but nobody likes that, right? Because that, and here's why, because that route is hard. It's hard to like really sit down and like evaluate your classes. It's not sexy. It doesn't promise you this, you know, rainbow at the end of the, like, it's just, it's just hard. It's just like, just do the work, master the basics. Again, like, I don't know. I don't even know why I pulled that book out and started reading it, but brilliant at the basics. And I was like, God, I'm glad I'm reading this again. It's just reinforcing some things that this just, just be better at the things that you're already doing. Um, because there is no man. It's because it's not sexy, but you're right. Like that's the key. Be better at the basics. Be better at the basics. And I, and I think, and I, I know this is kind of a rant, but I, I do want to express that I, I do have a lot of empathy for this, but I do understand that like, there's a struggle. You got to deal with people that are complaining all the time. You got to deal with all these other ideas floating around in the internet. And you start to question your own belief on certain things, which I think is healthy, by the way. I think you should question your own belief, but I don't think you should be so quick to just abandon something that has a pretty long track record for success. I think that you should just slow down, right? Somebody brought it up on the call today. Just slow down. And just pay attention and ask more questions. That's 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 it. And every, I think about any time I've made a mistake, it was just too fast, too fast, right? Like too fast and making a decision without asking the right questions, without really evaluating. Like, is that the right thing to do, or should I just blow everything up, even though it's working? You know, um, it's the same, and it's the same deal. And from a coaching standpoint, if you're feeling you're having these problems, like where could you start? You could start with you. Hey. What can I not do? What am I not great at? Do I, oh man, I really struggle in the general warm-up. It always runs over or I don't really know how to create a general warm-up or specific. I'm like, I suck at progressions and I don't, or do you need a little bit more technical information? Should you go back into the archives or look at Kelly Starrett's information or read a book so that you can arm yourselves or go take a specialty seminar so that you can have some of those little tools in your back pocket that you can drop occasionally that would lend itself to a better outcome? so that you have a little bit more context to apply to get people where they need to go. But you'll never stop doing that. It's just an endless process for that goes on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And that's what you have to be prepared for. Like th that's, that's this whole game. Like you're never going to stop learning. And if you're, if you're just thinking like, well, it's not this, this, this thing is just broken. And so we got to go find a new thing. No, it's not, that's not it. And people are selling you a false hope. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. 
you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.